Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have... Hello, this is Evan. This is Pat. Jasmine. Anne. And Isaac. Today we have a topic that we're going to chat about a little bit. Everybody get out your paperwork. I did not make a dissertation today, though. I was going to say, you don't have your notebook with you this time, so... With all the romances that seem to be packaged into movies and franchises and whatever these days, there's always, like... A romance that never happened that you're always waiting for to happen. Or maybe that should have happened to make the story more interesting. So I want to open things up. Like, what, what are the romances that should have happened in franchises? Harry Potter and Luna from the Harry Potter. Yeah, that's a good one. <sighs> Luna Lovegood deserves better than him. <laughs> I suggest I that Luna and Ginny should be together. Really? Yeah, I think that they would make... A beautiful couple. I think that their interests overlap way more than Ginny and Harry's do. And I think Luna as a character just deserves more storyline. Well, I agree with you on that. She is better than yeah, so Harry doesn't deserve Ginny either, so I'm down. Very true. That was, <laughs> that was weird. That, that seemed like that was just like, hey, you're here. It's because they wanted... I mean, I understand like the logic behind Harry and Ginny because he wanted to be part of the Weasley family. And how else could he when she's the only daughter and he's not gay? So how else is he going to marry into the family so they can be more legitimately his family? But they were already his family because he was... actually kind of creepy. Yeah, because <laughs> he was already it their is. family when he was Ron's friend. They pretty much treated him like a family. Yeah. They like, you spending our time with us. You spend Christmas with us. You, spend, you can do that. You don't need to marry the family in that weird way like that. I mean, I agree. And like for her, it was a weird hero worship that like wore off. Yes. And yeah. then just reappeared when it was ne- like necessary for couples. But I Do you think see- like Justin Timberlake's wife really relates to that somehow? <laughs> <laughs> but I It's see- probably a celebrity that I don't know of, but whatever. <laughs> Je- Jessica Biel. Oh, okay. Do you think Jessica Biel? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about Justin Timberlake. I mean, I just assumed when he said it, he had some kind of idea who it was. No, God, no. Uh, I'm sorry. God, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, I didn't know. Well, I guess that uh, that's a lot better than um, Hermione and Ron, because we know in real life Hermione would have got bored with Ron after the first year. Oh, hell yeah. He, she would have gone back to, what was his face? Uh, Crumb? Victor Crumb. Yeah, Victor Crumb. Oh, which, my God. Which my wife swears that should have been, that's who she should have stayed with. Oh, yeah. Because Ron, I'm sorry, Ron, the only good reason, the only reason why Ron is actually important to the story is because he's Harry's conduit into the magical world. Like He's the one who explains to Harry all the stuff that he doesn't know about. And it's just stuff that you know if you grew up there. It yes, could have been anybody yes. who was a wizard. Exactly. Because Ron literally is useless. Like Hermione couldn't have done it just because she didn't have the cultural yes. stuff growing up. And that's yeah. it. 
Yes, because she grew up at, in the regular world. Ron grew up in there, and actually, he's like the. He's they, still, actually, he's, he's the of that. He's the worst <laughs> member of his family. <laughs> he's actually the worst you Weasley. Can, you can back and but forth on Percy. Percy. You can back oh, and forth. No, no, but Percy yeah, actually was some. He, yes, Percy at least like did something with it. Exactly, mind. he was actually somebody. Mm-hmm. He actually had a high okay. position. He did. He was actually good like at something. He, he worked hard at school. He became yes. a prefect. Easy. Yes, he was actually a good with student. The head boy with no trouble. He's actually a good student. Got straight into the ministry. Ron. Ron was there because his family was good. Even his younger yeah. sister was better at him. His he younger, also saved the universe. I feel like I should throw that out there. Whatever. <laughs> he was. What? He, he saved the universe adjacent. <laughs> he's like the Scotty Pippen. He's, of, he's the mysteriously good at chess, which no. didn't make any sense <laughs> yes. to me. Yes. I mean, he's got to have something. <laughs> like, like, well, no, like he's supposed to be super good at wizard chess for some reason, but like he has no foresight. He has no awareness of the world around him (laughs) i think part of the the thing with ron though is that and in part like the whole series is that everybody has an important part to play the most normal boring person Mm -hmm. by being a good friend by being loyal like there's all these themes through the book goes through all those emotional bits and like impulsive act like he's not a good friend well, I he mean, ditches like four times. <laughs> but yeah. Harry also is a bad friend a lot of the time. There, but part Harry's of it is literally the chosen one. <laughs> but Harry, Harry has an excuse though. He lived in a cupboard for like ninety yeah. percent of his life. But I mean, I think part of the charm for Ron is that he is just a normal kid. That it gives kids like another person to see themselves reflected back in as still getting to be a part of something huge, bigger than themselves. Like you don't have to have special skills, but if you, if you can kind of join forces, you can still play an important role in things. So he's like the Neo. He's like the blank slate that the person can put up on themselves. Yeah. Kind of. He's the tabula rasa for the group. I also think it's impossible to, to think of a narrative without thinking of the author in this regard. Like I think, yeah, I know for, for like bad reasons too. But in this case, like I think JK Rowling thought of specific people in her life or certain facets of herself when she was writing the characters, like the bookish part of her became Hermione, the, like the driven, like people are actually paying attention to me. Part was Harry. Um, but Ron, I think, was like her exes kind of all glommed together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's kind of an asshole. I wish I could get rid of him. But <laughs> See, I think Harry was a bigger asshole to be completely. He was. <laughs> OK. It's like I would much rather like be friends at, with Ron than at, like Harry. Really? <laughs> actually, ha- actually, majority of the way through the books. As long I, as you don't need anybody to stick through something big, Ron's fine. <laughs> but when something big goes down, he's like, no. Just runs off somewhere. He's like, I'm jealous because you're good at something, and I, I have red hair. <laughs> they, they actually pulled that um, the power was in you all along thing on him. Like they pretended to give him luck potion. Yeah, yeah, they totally did. <laughs> they did. I think it, everyone has that friend though, right? Like everyone has like the hyper defeatist friend. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, like we're gonna like help this guy feel good about himself this one time, and like he's fun to drink with, but do you really want to like, <laughs> you know? Do we really want to rely on him? Do, for, like, do you want him in a group project with you? I mean, <laughs> I just okay. want to say one thing though: the smart commentary was done by the person who's an English major. Just saying that. 
<laughs> I have lots of ideas it's about stories. Up. All right. Okay. No, no, so. no, I'm saying that the actual smart stuff. That's what I'm saying. He's an idiot. He's stupid. Because for the person who's like, I, I read. I understand yeah. the themes. She uh, does read. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, Harry Potter. So let's. I'll, I'll throw one in here. So I think as the ultimate flex that Yoda should have ended up with Padme because it would it would explain why Darth Vader was so bad because if, if he's constantly going back to, oh, my God, the green guy stole my woman the whole time, <laughs> it would be like like he would just chronically be off his game. It was like, really? Yoda, Yoda. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Padme going for a guy who said he committed a genocide and her going, ooh, you know how to get me excited. But like, what if she figured out that like he's the Lord of the Sith, going back to our previous episode? Mm, and she she's already, like, but well, like she already knew he committed genocide before. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, she like just shrugs thing. it off. That was right before they banged. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't under like why he was just like no oh, one the trouble is that she's just into that. Maybe she's just yeah. into guys that hate sand. <laughs> that is what got her all excited when she said, I hate sand. Oh, sand, yeah. I hate sand, too. That was no, my that Padme entire, impression. That entire dinner date thing, she should have been pressing the panic button the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, okay, that, that's so, right. Or maybe, or maybe Yoda wanted her to die, because he knows that you give her own protector as a kid who they know... No, no one's buying life. that she died of heartbreak. Come on. <laughs> Right? There was a, there was a powerful were... Jedi on that ship that could have killed her without trace. Mm-hmm. That's possible. So are those kids really hers and Anakin's? Oh God, no. Okay, so <laughs> so I don't I don't want to like derail a little bit, but just because this came up a little bit ago that Frank Oz does the voice for Yoda, and it's basically the Miss Piggy voice drop down. Are, is this canon that that's Kermit and Piggy's kid? No, it's just something Lucas said. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like. It's very, very Miss Piggy Ooh. voice, small, green, I'm, lives in a swamp. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not that. It's Disney. And they has, both has know, a serious so. self-importance issue. And does like to hit people. <laughs> does. It's true. It's percussion instrument. Like it's like guitar or whatever. It's got a lot of a lot of shared qualities. It does. Yeah. What? When people talk about bad relationships, why don't no one ever talk about how Miss Piggy is an abuser of Kermit? Oh, like just straight up physical abuse, gaslighting all over the place. Yeah, like, and not just that, she like, not just even physically, she like verbally like berates him and like keeps him down. Was that funny in the 70s when it came out? Like, was that a thing? Every time time they break up or whatever, everybody's like, Kermit, you have to go get her. Like, why would you go back to that? It's on you. He's like, no, I'm good. I think in the 70s, it was probably a gender swap. Yeah. So it was probably like kind of funny and silly because a woman being pushy and abusive, a man going after her. Uh, so she's like silly. the Archie Bunker. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. I'm. What do I know? I wasn't there. <laughs> None of us were born, alive in the 70s. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm just, yeah, it's like, man, that's a very abusive relationship. And yeah, if we saw this today, right, we, if, the reverse, we'd be like, Kermit, why are you with her? Yeah, you need dude. To leave. Run. Yeah. <laughs> and even in and even in the Muppets, the new one that came from Amazon or Amazon was called ABC that they had, mm-hmm. which should have stayed on longer than one season. The fact that even when she they weren't in a relationship and he was like the producer of the show, she was still kind of like 
berating him and making him feel like crap. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, maybe she's like, oh, why, why don't I? And she wondered, like, why don't I have someone with me? And blah, blah, blah. Because you're horrible. Yes, horrible that's why. people don't get someone to love. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's kind of a half step there. Like Kermit should not have ended up with Peggy. What about oh. Janet? He Janet, the, the, uh, the, the big dr- mouth drummer. Yes. Yeah, bassist. I don't. No, she's a, she's the uh, she's the main guitarist. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. But isn't that her name, Janet? Yeah, Janice. Janice. Janice thank Janice. you. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of flighty though. Does Kermit have like a different yes, awful Denise pig girlfriend. Denise, she was a pig. Denise yeah. in the new season, which mm-hmm. my mom, well, some people I'm not gonna say who I'm gonna say who it was, but some people hated and wanted her dead. Once they found out who she was, why? <laughs> because this person ruined this person's uh, childhood. Oh. Uh, why are you looking over? I didn't have nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jasmine, why'd you ruin it? <laughs> yeah, Jasmine, why'd you hate Denise like, so much? I'm just going to step up and say this is a weird time to be mysterious. <laughs> just come on. All right. So we've got two into this. Anybody got any other romances that should have happened? Like I do, but none of y'all are going to know who, who they are. So I um I got through watching the new She-Ra like semi-recently and they uh so one of the horde captains uh scorpia is trying to go after catcher like the entire time and catcher's just being a horrible person like she's scorpia is probably the nicest person that you she's just like a little cinnamon roll but catcher is just like evil and always terrible to her and but she still wants it. Anyway, she gets to a point where she realizes, oh, my God, she's being a terrible friend. And then Perfuma, uh, like <clears throat> she meets Perfuma. And I think that totally should have happened. But it kind of did it. Does Perfuma wear perfume? No, she is a flower plant princess person. Perfume. So I've heard up from a lot of people that's a good series. So I might. Yeah, it's it's on my list of stuff that I never have time for. Yeah, Yeah. I like I ended up watching season one when it was first coming out. And then by the time I like was trying to catch up, they had seasons one through three on DVD. And I was like, oh, so I'll get that. And then I just recently like got the rest rest of that and then did four and five. Mm -hmm. So I was are you talking about the new one that's on Netflix? Yeah. Yes. One of my nieces who she's 15 now that is her absolute favorite thing at the moment and she has gotten really into fan art of it so i vaguely have an idea of the people you're talking about just because i've seen all of her yeah there's so much like, fan art comics of it i'm not gonna lie after that i joined a uh a group on facebook after that so i could talk about it more <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, isn't it isn't it horrible when you're like super weird. into a thing and you're like the only one in your friend group that has yes. ever yes. seen it and you're like I have all the words and ideas for this. Someone, Metroid. Yeah. Speaking of stuff that only people are, are uh, interested in, a group. So no one seriously would think a Fast and Furious Jurassic Park crossover would, oh would God, be good. Oh, this again. I thought we. I mean, it would this. be. Okay, here's here's the thing. You would have to get a modern, good Fast and Furious and Jurassic Park to make believe that. And then have like a smash bang fusion of those. That's the thing, though. I don't think you do. I think the fact that 
I think the fact that you have The Rock writing a Velociraptor. He would really? crush it. That's true. Fine. The Rock. That's true. The Rock. The Rock as Hobbs riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex into battle. And what? Drifting it in corners? <laughs> But I would the watch fact, that. But he just fact, like it rolls, yeah. but he like just like like barrel no, rolls but on top he's of it. He's on it. He's on it as a as they jump out of a plane into a car mm-hmm. onto the highway, and they're going after someone because of that's family. Just, that's just the remake of the A Team. <laughs> I'd rather watch that than the A Team movie. <laughs> who who going back? See, bringing it back. Jessica Biel was in that movie. <laughs> He still don't know. <laughs> God, I can see her face, but that's it. I yeah, I don't even know her voice. I like. I know there are a lot of romances I think shouldn't have happened, but yeah, I feel like that's, that's way easier. Gone. Just because there are so many situations, where like, it's like we need a romance. Let's do it. right. Like Veronica Mars. Has anyone seen that? No. Like no. okay, all right. <laughs> well, L- yes, literally any times, of her yes. boyfriends. Well, yeah. well, speaking of going back to my thing, I was talking about Jurassic Park. Claire and Owen from Jurassic World. Amen. That was so you pointless. Yeah. Like you're, everything's flying around. These animals are flying around, killing people. Everyone's in the way. In the middle of that, you're like, we must kiss. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, aren't they bitter exes? Yeah, like, they're at the beginning. Yeah. They're exes, no and nothing, that. and nothing outside of them going being in danger and looking for her nephews made them say, "You know what? We should give this another chance." Yeah, and they're going to say like maybe the T Rex and the Mosasaur should have hooked up or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do it again in Fallen Kingdom, where they broke, they had that together and broke up again. And then, yeah, Jurassic World wasn't good enough to make me watch a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there's dinosaurs there. They knew yeah. I was going to show up. But yeah, so. it was just like, I felt like they're like, it's not oh, enough. they're like, it's not Jurassic enough. Park 3. It's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, See, but, William hey, H. Macy's a, a gift but, acting. But, but, but at, least, <laughs> hey, at least in that movie, it made more sense that those two got back together because they went through something and they already had feelings that were there. And they're like, you know what? I see you in a different light now. Not, oh, hey, we're in the middle of crazy stuff happening. Let's say start making out again. It's in production that a Fast and the Furious movie obviously is going to doesn't mean another one of those. There's also yeah. another Jurassic movie, Jurassic Park movie in production that has the original cast in it. Yes. So oh, I don't know if I like that either. I don't know. They haven't been getting work for a reason. So, <laughs> well, Lord I mean, Dern, that's, Lord, that's being mean to Sam Neill. Yeah. Okay. Lord, fine, fine. Lord, Lord Dern <laughs> has, has been in a lot of uh, HBO <laughs> stuff and, you know, Jeff Goldblum's too busy doing his jazz thing. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum's too busy being a fucking rock star. And yeah, he can do whatever life. he wants to, but he's yeah. too busy just running a goddamn hot dog stand whenever he feels like. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does have like a hot stand. <laughs> does he yeah. have some sort of hot dog pop up thing? No, oh, he has like actually like a restaurant. He just has like a truck or a truck or something like that, yeah. like in L.A. where he just. I don't even think he charges for him. <laughs> and like and, and he has like a he has like an open residency at like a bar in LA where he just whenever he shows up he just start playing his jazz because he has a jazz album that he just show, he just shows up starts playing piano and stuff. Is this like when Vin Diesel put out a pop song that no one listened to? What? No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Thing. I know you're talking. Yeah, there is. But no, but Jeff Goldblum, he nope, actually, I think it. he's actually <laughs> nominated, though. I think Jeff Goldblum, actually, his stuff is actually nominated for something because he's actually good at it. Not just I'm Vin Diesel and I can uh, do something. I can't. My voice I'm, can go I'm famous and I can do what I want. Yeah. yeah. He actually like 
No, like it was a couple, like maybe last week, a week or two ago, Ben Diesel like debuted his his pop song on one of the morning shows and it has like these like iPads in the crowd or something. I don't know. It was uniquely sad because he's not good at music, but no, was it? <laughs> I, I heard about it. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to listen to it, but at the same time I, I, I also like, at the same time want that to be in the soundtrack of the next Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the next one. Oh my God. It's like the second thing that comes up. Oh, <laughs> feel like I do. Oh, oh my. Oh, you're attached though. <laughs> BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi studio because it's 2020 out there and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.